Hello again. My name is Terry Vanderhorst, and this is Russell Gets Revenge, the audio record of my friend Russell and his quest for vengeance. Russell Gets Revenge, an eight-episode series about justice, revenge, and jalapeno poppers. Written and created by Peter Hoffman Kimball. Produced by Peter Hoffman Kimball and Josh Kelly. As a content warning, the series does deal with issues of death, grief, and violence. Hey, before we get started, I just wanted to say thank you to you, the audience. We're so excited that people are finding the show, talking about it, writing about it. And I wanted to share with you a review that was written on Apple Podcasts. This is from D. Anderson 91. So that's probably someone named D. Anderson born in 1991 or the 91st person named D. Anderson. I don't know, but thanks for writing in. Um, and, And D. Anderson 91 writes, love this podcast. I love the dark humor, the way it mixes hilarious dialogue with genuinely thoughtful, dark moments. Very smart, very funny, great actors. Well, thank you, D. Anderson 91. I don't know what D. Anderson 90 or D. Anderson 92 think about the show, but I will take your review to the bank. And to everyone else out there, please write a review, share what you think about the show, what you like, what you don't like, whatever your thoughts are, share them, and I'd love to read them on next week's episode, Russell Gets Revenge. But for now, let's get to our show. Episode 6, You Took an Oath. This week we join Russell as he flies to Germany, no longer knowing where to find the man who killed his wife, but with a non-refundable economy plus ticket, he has chosen to go back to where it all happened. I didn't know what to expect, how I would feel how I would handle it. So what do I do when I got here? So what did you do? What does someone do when they first get to Germany? I got a donor kebab. And he enjoyed the donor kebab, as anyone visiting Germany would do. It's different from Euros, different from shawarma. I mean, it looks basically the same, but I think the spices and the, the meat are different. And indeed they are, but that's not what we're here to talk about. So this is what I've got. Uh, it is a phone number. And after all this... After all my preparation and everything I've put into this, a phone number. That's what the private eye got me. Uh, a number that may or may almost certainly not be the number of the guy I'm looking for, but it's all I got. It's worth a shot, right? I came all this way. Got to at least give it a try. But that's not the number I'm calling. I'm calling a Macedonian interpreter service. I call them, give them the number, and we talk to them together. Yes, hello. Hello, you are Russell. I have the number you gave. Great, you got it. Perfect. And you speak Macedonian. I do speak Macedonian, yes. That's what I do. Great, perfect. Beautiful country, I uh, hear. Great um, vistas. And the person we are calling is uh, Marko Pavikek? Right, yes. Marko Pavikek. He's a friend of mine trying to... Set up a time to meet him. Ah, so you speak Macedonian as well. Do I do I speak Macedonian? No. No, no, of course not. That's why well, that's why I'm calling you. But how are you friends with him if you don't speak the same language? How how are we friends? Right, how are we friends? I mean, um yeah, well it's a good question. Great question. But um I mean <laughs> really friendship can transcend language, don't you think? You want I should call him now? Actually, you know what? Um, 
yeah, you know, we are friends. And and here's how. Here's how we're friends. Uh, we had a mutual friend who spoke both languages, but um, <laughs> we had a falling out, apparently, and I uh, about money. Falling out about money. But um, why let that get in the way of a friendship with good old Marco, right? Yeah, great. Yeah, that'd be great. I'll, I'll wait. Here we go. Here we go. What's happening? You got this, Russell. Say what you came here to say. Uh, okay, he's he's there. All right. Um, um. So tell him, hello, Marco. This is Russell. Do you remember me? She's telling him right now. She's telling him right now. Hmm, what? He doesn't remember me. Okay. Uh, no, no, no problem. Sure. Um. Okay. Just uh, tell him I'd love to see him again, and I got some money to give him can he let me know where he is nice very smart he doesn't want to tell me where he is did you even though i have money to give him you said you did okay um okay okay wait, 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 wait. Uh, say he doesn't have to meet me just let me know where to send the money what address to send it to mailing address put put her back on speakerphone so we can hear he did what do you mean he wasn't give me the address i'm trying to send him money did you tell him i'm trying to send him money No, no, wait. Is he saying that? He's not comfortable with this? No, I'm not saying that. I'm not comfortable with this. I will not be part of some scam. No, wait. Hold hold on. Don't say you're uncomfortable with this. I'm not some kind of, like, scam artist. <sighs> Believe me, I am the opposite of a scam artist. I'm, I'm trying to give him money. Would a scam artist do that? I just, I just want to talk to him. He has made it clear he does not want to speak with you. He doesn't even need to speak with me. Just tell me where he is. That's all. I just I just come to see him, right? I just want to come look at him with my eyes. Just we don't even have to talk. No, this is not something I will ask him. You have to ask him. I'm asking him, and if I'm asking, then you have to ask. You took an oath. Just tell me where he is. Tell me where you are, you bastard. I am going to hunt you down and kill you. I am going to gut you like a hog, and then I'm going to make you suffer. Hello? You are going to hunt me down like oh, a hog? Oh, no, 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 sorry. No, not you, ma'am. Uh, I, I wanted you to translate that for him. Okay, uh, we're done here. No, wait, look, uh, I understand, but you don't realize what kind of a man this is. He's not even a man. He's some punk kid who never worked an honest day in his life, and instead he's breaking into houses and he's murdering innocent people. Like my wife. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I didn't tell you before, but that's the degenerate we're talking to. That's the kind of man he is. Hmm? So tell me whose side you're on now. I am so sorry. I did not know about your wife. So can you help me? Can you just find out where he lives? But I'm sorry. This man is not a punk kid. What are you... I can't believe... You're taking his side? What? He is wearing hearing aids, he said. He is 73. Ah. 73. You say, right, okay, yeah. It's, um, well, that's, that's probably not him. That's probably a different, uh, older Marco Pavikovic. Uh, not my guy. You, you really should have said something earlier. I thought you knew him and were old friends. I didn't mean old friend. Not that old. Like, 73 is old. <laughs> Come on. I have a good friend in her 60s. That's great. What, what, why are you telling me that? I don't... Okay, 
Thank you. I'm just, I'm going to go. Actually, you know what? Wait, um, can you just tell him that I'm sorry? And no, I'm not going to come gut him like a hog and make him suffer. I did not translate that part. Well, then what am I paying you for? Do you ever send a package in the mail, but not know exactly how many stamps to put on it? I'm sure this happens to you because it happens to all of us from time to time. Whether you're sending books or toys or Ziploc bags full of rocks or whole loaves of zucchini bread or whatever else it might be that you're mailing, it can be hard to know exactly how many stamps to put on. But here's the thing. We here at Russell Gets Revenge are letting you in on a little special secret deal. Here's the secret. Just write the address you want it to go to in the return address area and put your address where it should be going to. It's a perfect foolproof plan. Now, will it definitely work? No, it almost for sure won't. And even if it does, is it maliciously scamming the already underfunded postal service? Yes, it sure is. So maybe don't do it. But whatever address you write on your package, make sure to write it with a Gillette. 0.7 millimeter smooth ink writing pen. Gillette 0.7 millimeter smooth ink writing pen. Because whether you're bearing the truths of your heart in a letter to a lost love, or trying in vain to save a buck twenty-five in postage while sending a copy of Shrek 2 the Shrekening to your uncle in Nebraska, you should do it with a Gillette 0.7 millimeter smooth ink writing pen. Remember, they are giving us a lot more money than that other unnamed pencil company you might remember from a few episodes ago. A lot more money. Like, get braces for your kid money. Like, even if they don't even have teeth yet. Like, just you got money to burn. Buy some orthodontia. That kind of money. So you know they must be serious. Find out more at RussellGetsRevenge.com. But now, back to the show. So the phone call didn't really work out for Russell. And with that, the last chance at actually finding the man who killed his wife. At least on this trip. I came all this way. And for what? To have some sausage and kebab and pastry and schnitzel and spetzel and knoodle. Is that why I came? No, it's not. But but you do seem to be really leaning into the food. I've gained 11 pounds since I got here. I reached out to Russell's brother, Kevin, to get his take on this development. I mean, not, not the weight gain, the failure. If he doesn't get his revenge, I don't... I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, he's just so latched on to this. Like, if the guy had been imprisoned or even died in a car accident or something, you know, like totally random, then Russell would have to move on. No choice. But knowing that he's out there somewhere. At some point, though, don't you just have to move on? Like, no matter what, you still just have to live your life? On the other hand, though, this guy murdered his wife. He deserves to die. So why move on until you've killed him? I mean... Russell's not the kind of guy who gives up easily. I spent my whole young life playing Monopoly with the man, and he goes to the bitter end. Well, this is it. This is the house where it happened. We've traveled to Rotenburg Opta Tower, the town where Russell and Carrie were staying. And I just can't believe I came all this way, I did all this work, and I'm going to leave empty-handed. You know, without anything I came for. Maybe this is the closure you needed. <laughs> Seeing the house again? No. I mean, no, right? I don't know. I mean, what did I come for? Right? For revenge, to bring justice and balance to the universe, or because I somehow thought that this would bring her back? It was never going to bring her back. You have to know that. <sighs> yeah. Well, 
Maybe I've been going about this all wrong. Now, maybe I shouldn't be looking for revenge. Maybe I should be looking to do something good in the world instead of taking something bad out, which obviously I'm not, I'm not even capable of doing that. But like, instead of trying to take something bad out, maybe I should be trying to bring something good in. Maybe that is the answer. Maybe if you changed how you look at this and you just took a different approach <gasps> Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Wait. I know what that sounds like. And that sounds like somebody who's giving up. And it sounds nice, but it sounds like failure. And that's not why I'm here. I can't give up again. And I will not give up again. I will get my revenge, no matter how long it takes. No matter where I have to go, I will never, ever give up until I do. Oh, great. So we're going back to the U.S. Back to the U.S., but not giving up. (sighs) I really thought this was going to be it. I thought we'd be done by now, but no. It drags on. This is Sharon, Carrie's sister. I mean, at a certain point, it just becomes more and more clear that he's doing it only for himself and not for Carrie. You think he's doing it for himself? I mean, I don't know. I find the whole avenging your wife thing very problematic. I know. We've talked about that before. I, I hear you. Basically, I lost my sister. I've mourned her. I miss her every day. And no matter what Russell does... It won't change any of that for me. So, I mean... Sure. But who am I to say he doesn't have a right to do this? (laughs) I mean, the government, the judicial system, you know, the police, they would say he doesn't have a right to do this, but a man's going to do what a man's going to do, I guess. But Russell doesn't seem phased at all. In fact, he's come back from Germany with renewed urgency and optimism. So... All my plans are for naught, which is like not a a great feeling, but uh, no, it's not the end of the world. And here's the thing. I have a lot more information than I thought I did. Really? Well, I got his name, right? So that's something. Yeah, it's literally one thing. It's one thing, right? But I I had his phone number, but as it turns out- Not his phone number. Not his phone number. Okay. But look, I've got his email address. I didn't even realize. Really? How did you get that? Facebook. Facebook. The solution to all of life's problems and definitely the cause of none of them. Facebook, you know, from the the private eye, finding him on the buy and sell thing. Facebook has his email address. It has an email address. Right. Yes. And I thought of that. Like mine isn't connected to my real email address, like the the one I use, uh, you know, regularly. It's just connected to some old Hotmail one that I just keep around for signing up for mailing lists and and stuff like uh, coupons or whatever. Of course, the junk email address. Junk email address, right. And, you know, yes, maybe that's all this is for him. But the point is, it's definitely his address and not someone else's. So, I mean, you know, I can't guarantee he'll look at it immediately, right? But And maybe he never will. But it's the best I got. You're just going to email him and say, oh, hey, it's your old pal Russell. Can I come see you and kill you, please? <laughs> come on. Yeah, you don't think that would work, right? I'm inclined to say no. Yeah, no, stupid. Well, here's the other thing. Our friend, the private eye, he felt bad about how things went down, and he did a little more digging. It's nice of him. Well, <laughs> he still charged me. I mean, he did feel bad, and he and he did do more digging, but at his normal daily rate plus expenses. Oh, no, no discount at all? No. <laughs> uh, he says if I keep needing vengeance in the future, he'll give me a, a buy two, get one free deal, but so, you know, we'll, we'll see. But uh, no discount yet. Anyway, what did he find? That email address? 
it's connected to a website. The registration email address for a website. A very interesting website. So join us next week when we find out the secret of Russell's discovery and whether he'll take up the private eye on his revenge discount. Next week on Russell Gets Revenge. Russell Gets Revenge, Episode 6, You Took an Oath. This episode starring Josh Callahan, Lexi Notobartolo, Jameson Scala, Jillian Bellinger, and Peter Hoffman Kimball, a Don't Matter Media production. If you like what you're hearing, then please tell a friend and write a review. That's all we ask of you. You don't need to send us money. You don't need to send us your firstborn. In fact, please don't send us your firstborn. We've had some issues with that in the past. It really causes quite a fuss. So please keep your firstborn child. Keep your money. Just write a review and tell a friend. Thank you and see you next week. Russell gets revenge.